And I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder, one of the four beasts saying, Come and see. And I saw, and behold, a white horse. There's a man going round taking names and he decides who to free and who to blame. Everybody won't be treated all the same. There'll be a golden ladder reaching down when the man comes around. Welcome to Election Profit Banners. This is the special bands-only podcast. We have so many bands to get to. We've had so many people donate to voting rights organizations and then ban their friends and family from listening that we are producing this standalone, band-alone banger. My name is Kid Midas, the original band writer, and I'm here with my friend Starley Quinn. Hello, Starley. Hi. And Long John Silver. Hey, everybody out there in (laughs) band world. You may think because this is a special episode that... Listening to it is voluntary. In fact, this is the only episode this entire season where listening is mandatory. I have a feeling that there are people out there who think that if they don't hear their name being banned, then they, in fact, can get away with continuing to listen to our podcast. But ignorance of the law is no excuse. Yeah. And if you want to be in good standing with the election profit makers... If you want to enjoy the rights and privileges of being a listener, or the even more intense rights and privileges of being banned from listening, then you obviously must listen to this podcast. We have a massive amount of casualties to list, unfortunately, but it's a solemn duty and we'll do it with a spring in our step because as atrocious as the band carnage has become, it also brings us joy and invigorates us at a time when we could all use a little happiness. Here we go. Hillary Browning Craig donates and says, in support of David's anti-Mars position, I banned Bruno Mars. I <laughs> had to start it with a celebrity ban. Goodbye, Bruno Mars. You can no longer listen to your favorite political podcast. Nice. Aaron McLeod wants to ban Ryan Walker. You guys will remember that we had an email where someone was saying that somebody looked like Blake Shelton. Well, Aaron wrote us with the subject line, my brother does not look like Blake Shelton. She said, I just want to say that Ryan Walker clearly hasn't seen my brother since before the pandemic. Social distancing means that Grant now looks more like Ted Kaczynski than Blake Shelton. Uh, That's not good. I hope that my attached proof of donation gets Ryan on the band list along with us other Canucks. That's street slang for Canadians. People from Canada. Chris Everson says, I would like to ban my dear old friend Nathaniel who lives in Seattle. I think he may own a Pod Save America mask. Nathaniel, goodbye. It didn't have to be this way. (laughs) Robert Tank, it's come to my attention that I've recently been banned from your podcast by my Uncle Joe. In Uncle Joe's band memo, he falsely claimed that I used your show's predicted promo code without having listened to your podcast. Although I have never listened to your podcast and never will now that I am banned, the attached deposit summary for my predicted account will show that I received no sign-up bonuses from your podcast's promo code pursuant to the attached Tennessee ACLU donation, please ban my Uncle Joe and inform him I will be launching a slander suit. Is it slander or libel? Mm, it was on a podcast, so I think it's um, slander because it's vocal. You know what? It's probably slander and libel. Ooh, Uncle Joe, you're banned and now you have more time to work on your legal defense because you're screwed. 
Ed Skirky. I have reason to believe that Tim Reinhart has donated to a voting rights organization in an effort to ban me from listening to your podcast. Listening to the latest episode, I see that his ban has not yet made it onto the show. Therefore, in the meantime, I'd like to preemptively ban him from listening to Election Profit Makers, the show that I introduced him to four years ago. These people turn around and ban the people who introduced them to us. Mm -hmm. Years ago. Mm -hmm. It's like stealing the marijuana of the person that introduced you to the local marijuana dealer. Let's say, John, that you and I are total stoners and we love to smoke pot every day, all day. Just 420, that's what we like. Right. I introduce you to my local marijuana dealer. Okay. Cheesy Joe. Mm. And then you turn around and ban me from Cheesy Joe, even though I'm the one that introduced you to him and made your life so much better because Cheesy Joe sells by the ounce and puts a bounce in your steps. Yeah, I got it. Matthew Tracy bans his friend Matt W. from making pizzas in New York and then posting them on Instagram when Matt is stuck in Providence. Goodbye, Matt W. Providence. It's got a great skyline, actually. John, you're on fire. I love this energy. It's because John's got a handheld mic today. Yeah, that's it. He's feeling loose. I know. He's so loosey-goosey. That's right. John's like Henry Rollins. you got to wrap that mic cable around your forearm. <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah, this next one is Gregory from Gregory King. And he writes in, here is my evidence that I'll be working at the polls on election day. Please note that I will be working at the Skyline Precinct. Amazing. The precinct is named for a suburban high-rise complex built in the 1970s. While it does dominate our local skyline, it is not attractive. All right. Uh, This qualifies me for a double ban. I want to ban Senators Richard Burr of North Carolina and Kelly Loeffler from Georgia. They neither need nor deserve your help to make profitable trades. That's right. Thank you, Gregory King. So, John, now you have to announce to the senators that they're banned. Yeah. Oh. Very important. Key step. Richard Burr, you're banned. (laughs) Kelly Loeffler, you're banned. You're out of here. Chris and Raleigh writes in lots of talk about Governor Cooper, that's the governor of North Carolina, who has been doing a good job with COVID, but I wanted to make sure that the North Carolina Attorney General, Josh Stein, gets some well-deserved credit. Josh is a good guy and a strong leader, and I humbly request that you ban him forever from the show. This bums me out because I want Josh Stein to listen to our show, but the rules are the rules. The ban is a ban. Yeah. Josh Fellow, Chapel Hill High School graduate, Chapel Hill Tiger, I'm sorry, but you're banned. I will say that I can ensure this ban is upheld because my parents and Josh Stein's parents are actually in the same retirement community, so I can get word What? To, yeah, I can get word to Josh Stein's parents from my mom that um, their son has been banned, and I'm sure everyone participating in that conversation will totally understand what we're talking about. You're just assuming he's not already a listener to election profit makers? I think he's too busy, man. He's got his hands full. He's like actually like a really- Yeah, he's suing everybody. Yeah, I love it. Sue him, Josh Stein, but don't listen to our podcast anymore or we will sue you. John LaFollette writes in and bans the Louisville Metro police officer who arrested Kentucky State Representative Attica Scott. Yeah, that story was insane. I think they should ban the entire LMPD. Oh, ban wars heating up. John Kimball spitting fire. Henry Rollins bike shorts going harder than ever. Sweat is flying off John's body right now. Yeah. (laughs) Sterling McKinnon writes in and says, I need you to ban my brother-in-law, John who was kind enough to introduce me to your show in 2016. He tunes in weekly, and I know the band will hurt, but it's for a good cause, and I hope he'll understand. See, it's another backstabber. Brother-in-law against brother-in-law. 
It's like the civil war in, mm-hmm. in law. The civil and law mm-hmm. war. John, you're banned. Another example of someone banning the person who turned them on to the hottest podcast election profit makers. And now, John, read this one from my friend from my Hudson Valley days. Oh, okay. This is from Bill Brain. Please ban the pieces of shit who have been stealing Biden-Harris signs from local roadsides as they lose the election and slowly march into the sea and as the waves of history close over their thumb-shaped heads and gently snuff out the twinkling lights of their tiki torches, let their final dying regret be that they were banned from listening to election profit makers for all eternity, which I am pleased to think they will spend in their own imagined hell. Herewith, my receipt for uh, a hefty amount. Hefty amount from Bill Brain. Thank you, Bill. And thank you for that wonderfully written ban. This ban is from J.R. Rymutt. I'm working as a camp chef off the grid in the Idaho backcountry. This means I spend my weeks looking forward to the next opportunity to go to the nearest town so I can download the latest Election Profit Maker episode. Well, I've never been scared to be out in the deep woods, chills colder than the Clearwater River ran down my spine when the ban wars began. Would my so-called best friend, Kelly R., seek to deny me my greatest pleasure and sole connection to civilization, election profit makers? I was lulled into a false sense of security having made it through the last episode unscathed. But indeed, my fears were confirmed the next time I was able to check cell service. Kelly, who's terrible at surprises, sabotaged his own sneak attack by boasting in a text about banning me before it was made official. With this donation, I wish to cast a ban protection for myself. I donated to the Rural Organizing Project, which, while not strictly voting rights-oriented, has been doing incredible work in conservative rural Oregon, advancing democracy and human dignity. Did I say Oregon correctly? Oregon. John? You did. Yeah. Yeah. No, In conservative rural Oregon. The Rural Organizing Project in Oregon. The ROP. Rural Organizing Project. Project in Oregon, I think is how you say it. Mm -mm. That's just a little pronunciation humor. That's our new brand, pronunciation humor. (laughs) So, JR, you're not banned. You are protected from being banned. Yeah, he cast a classic ban of protection. Yeah. If you've ever played D&D, you know all about that stuff. Sounds like so-called best friend Kelly's going to have to watch out, though. Yeah, Kelly R., you better keep looking over your shoulder. Someone might sneak up on you and conk you on the head with a fat, sweaty ban. So-called best friend Kelly R. Have you ever seen the last episode of Sopranos? Just saying. Wow. Don't stop believing. Don't stop. Banning. Ban leaving. (laughs) Don't stop ban leaving. Rolls off the tongue. (laughs) This next one is interesting. JM in Rhode Island wrote in and said, do I get a ban for being pepper sprayed at a protest? Mm. Yes. Mm. Yes. Two nights ago, I was with a group of local abolitionists in Rhode Island and got heavily pepper sprayed by a state trooper who was trying to disperse the crowd. Luckily, a street medic was able to clear my eyes and another protester got me home safe. I'd like to ban the cop who sprayed the crowd despite there being no threat to him or his co-workers and also ban our governor, Gina Raimondo, for saying it was acceptable for agents of the state to use chemical weapons on its own citizens during a pandemic. I kind of want to give JM the ban. I just am worried about the precedent it's setting. What if state troopers hear this and start pepper spraying people? Man, state troopers are not going to hear this. <laughs> in what world is a state trooper? I mean, <laughs> we should be so lucky that we live in a world where state troopers are listening to an election podcast and playing along with a whimsical fundraising activity. That would be amazing. If there is if there is a state trooper Any listening, state-y, please hit write us, us up. <laughs> if you're a state trooper yeah. and you like election profit makers, reach out. 
prove to us that American cucumbers are not bountiful. We would love to hear from you. Yeah, we won't hear from any of them, no. Wait, JM's asking if they get a ban for getting pepper sprayed, and then they're assuming we say yes and going for two bans from that. One for the cop who sprayed the crowd, and then another for the governor. You know what? I admire the chutzpah of JM. JM, you get a third ban. You get a, <laughs> you get a third ban. You did it. You, you convinced me, JM. I override everyone else. Write in with what you want your third band to be. Go, Just go hard, JM. I appreciate what you're doing out on those streets in Providence. Yeah. I assume it's Providence. Seriously, pepper spray. Yeah, come on. I applaud JM as well. This is this is a little bit Hollywood insider. Mm. Nathan Quinn says, I love the show. I propose a ban on all beep redacted TV network until they greenlight more episodes of beep redacted animated show that I made with John Hodgman. Uh, I don't know what's going on with that, but I cannot risk alienating these TV executives. Nathan Quinn, your ban is on ice. In case of emergency, melt ice, Ooh. break glass. We're going to hold off on that ban. Will Vanderbilt, I'd like to ban PJ Vote. I assume that's how you say that last name, for tarnishing his brand via a low-energy appearance on John Lovett's So-So Variety Show this weekend. This, huh. is a, this is a Pod Save America thing. Who's PJ Vote? That sounds like somebody famous, doesn't it? Oh, is this just some shit-stirring? All right, we support this ban. It's uh, a podcaster. We don't have to go into details about PJ Vote, but I support this ban. Ban supported, ban achieved. Jen Jones bans Supreme Court Justice Samuel Alito. Samuel Alito, you're banned. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Says I've donated a fair fight. Nick Van Artsen, you're banned, and you'll never guess who did it. You'll never, ever guess. Their initials are BZ. Good luck to you. Now, we reach the section that everybody knows I love. This is the stuff... You guys ever read that cartoon strip? It was called The Lockhorns. It was about a man and a woman. They were married yeah. and all they did was bicker, 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 fuss, fuss, fuss. What a wonderful cartoon to read every day in the newspaper. What a wonderful message mm-hmm. for America's families. The Lockhorns. That guy was such a bum and she was such a nag. Anyway, this is what we're going to call the Lockhorns section. This is our marital strife section of the band wars. Jackie Paul says, I've written over 500 letters to swing state voters through voteforward.org. And to assure that I'll be given the right to ban, I've also donated to Fair Fight. My husband, Matt, is the sweetest. He gets up with our girls every morning, since I stay up sewing face masks all night. He helps me read the fine print of predicted markets, and he adorably updates me every single time his crush, me, Starly, likes one of his tweets. Aww. But David enjoys marital spats so much that to honor his twisted moments of joy, I will sacrifice my listening buddy and ban Matt. Bye-bye, Matt. Matt, you're banned. Kelly in Nebraska says, My husband Andy listens to far too many podcasts. I'm sorry it has to be you, but I request he be banned. Andy, your wife, she knifed you in the back and you can no longer listen to the best of all the podcasts you listen to. Election profit makers. I'm sorry, but rules are rules. You're banned. Eric B says, I really dig deep here supporting nine different get out the vote orgs and candidates and respectively requesting a double ban. Please ban my wife, Peggy, for making me look bad in our exercise competition. I'm sorry it's come to this. I truly am. And second, ban Peggy from banning me. This might be the first. Can you do that? Yeah. Hell yeah. He voted. Yeah. He supported. Isn't nine. that like wishing for when you have three wishes and you wish to just have unlimited wishes? You can do right? a preventive, proactive ban, can't you? I mean, he's he's sitting on seven unused bans, John. He, he supported. Okay. Nine. All right. Oh my I, God, John. I, I, I Eric B. Good job, Peggy. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. 
This is a message for Annette, who's married to Paul P. Uh, you're banned. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Dickman says, my wife Morgan loves your show, but the other night she watched a DVR'd HGTV episode before listening to EPM and therefore wasn't ready to discuss the episode with me in a timely manner. He's donated so that she's banned. I would say Morgan is banned anyway. You can fuck around and watch a DVR episode of what are you, are you watching? Magnolia Barn Razors or whatever that show is called before you listen to election profit makers. Get out of here, Morgan. You're banned. It's crazy. Johnny in Richmond bans his wife Molly from listening to quote the only podcast we agree on. I hate to do this because I'm, well, actually, I love to do this because I, Johnny reminds me that we once had dinner in Richmond after I did an event with Hodgman. That was a really fun dinner at an Italian restaurant in Richmond. I love Richmond so much. Shout out to Chop Suey Books. Shout out to Chop Suey Books. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Dan H. has written hundreds of postcards to voters with his wife, Claire. He wants to ban Claire from making him, oh, this is, this one made me so mad. Okay. I'm going to listen to this. This one really, this one got under my skin. So he's written hundreds of postcards with his wife, and that's wonderful, and we appreciate that. He says, I want to ban Claire for making me repeat election profit makers jokes that make me laugh out loud when I'm listening on my headphones. Why is he listening on his headphones? Because his wife, Claire, doesn't want to listen to election profit makers. This is that annoying thing where someone's like, oh, you're going to listen to your podcast? Put on your headphones. I don't want to hear it. And then this guy's chuckling at probably one of the marvelous jokes that Starley or John and myself made. And then she's over there like, what are you laughing about? What's so funny? What's so funny? And it's because she didn't want to listen. Claire, get out of town. You can't listen mm-hmm. to this podcast. You are banned. I'll ban mm-hmm. her for free. She's also banned from hearing the jokes. Repeat, oh my the repeated God. jokes. Not only yeah, the original. Yeah, banned for, yeah, you're the right. original IP and the reruns. Bye-bye. Samantha, please ban Mark Sue from listening to this podcast. He derives way too much joy and delight from it in his dark days. He needs to be reminded of the bleak reality of life. Thank you from his loving wife, Samantha. (laughs) You know that's a pervert relationship. Woo, I love it. She (laughs) she used the words joy, delight, and bleak reality in in the same paragraph. Oh, that's the good stuff. I love it. Ryan Hoekstra says, oh, he's going to work as a poll worker. I hereby ban my wife. Hel- well, oh boy. I hereby ban my wife Heidi and helicopter Tony. Okay, buddy. Listen, we admire you working as a poll worker, but there's no way you can ban HT. Helicopter Tony, he flies above these bands. Come on, man. What do you think you are? You're not married to Helicopter Tony. You don't get to say where Helicopter Tony can listen to. But your wife, Heidi, yeah, she's banned. Andrea Gammon writes, I've started making monthly donations to the Florida Rights Restoration Fund. I thought maybe this would entitle me to a gentle ban on my partner, James. I don't want to ban him outright. Instead, I'd like you to ban him from listening to EPM on the Bluetooth speaker in the kitchen while I'm in on my Dutch class on Zoom in the living room. Our apartment is not very big, and it makes it hard to concentrate. She also thinks we were too harsh on the Rotterdam skyline. I have to say I love this couple. Mm -hmm. Andrea doing her Dutch lessons on Zoom, and then she's got James in the other room laughing and chuckling to EPM. I love them. They they seem like a great couple, and yet what has to be done has to be done. They must be torn asunder with the whirlpool blade of the bandmaster. James, you are gently banned. The gentlest of bands. It's like a it's like a feather. Mm-hmm. Were we tough on the Waterdam Skyline? Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't suck. Well, didn't you say it looked like a Kit Kat bar or something? I don't know. <laughs> it looks good. I think the I I'll change my tune on the the Rotterdam skyline. It looks pretty sweet. John's looking at the skyline through gentler eyes. Yeah, 
through the soft lighting of this band. This is a classic soft focus band. Most of these bands have been so hardcore and triple X. And this one is just like, this is like Showtime After Dark. This is that mm-hmm. nice softcore band. Mm-hmm. Mm, saxophone in the background while James <laughs> gets his band on. Ooh, I like this next one. And Meadows says, my husband Steve joked on Twitter about wanting to be banned. Well, here's his band. <laughs> this is a wife of, of Heming- Hemingway-esque concision. I love, I love that. And then, who do we hear from but the husband, Steve. He said, it's been a wonderful road to this point, but I know this is probably goodbye. I joked about wanting to be banned on Twitter, so I know a band from my wife is on its way. I wanted to say goodbye by giving you this band. When the time comes, please use this band on your last remaining listener. I want to be the one that lands the final blow on your listener base. It was fun while it lasted. Steven... Two things. First of all, you're banned, so you can't hear what the second thing is. Second Mm -hmm. thing is, what an incredibly poignant and powerful gesture from Steve. He has given us the final band, the band that we will drop on our final listener as we approach listenership zero, the goal of every podcast. Thank you to you both, Anne and Steven. Goodbye. Enid Z in the Hudson Valley bans Beckett's mom for giving birth to a centrist. Now, I love this because that means there's going to be this mom Facebook group is going to just, they're going to be at each other's throats <laughs> and I love it. But the th- other thing is, are centrists born or made? I'm not sure we can blame Beckett's mom for giving birth to a centrist, but maybe we can blame her for cultivating a centrist. Hmm. I kind of think in Beckett's case, he was born a centrist. Because it's so deep, he wears it so well. A tiny centrist. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess when he was born, he was born a tiny centrist. <laughs> it's like a children's book. The littlest centrist. He lives inside like a little walnut shell. Yeah, yeah. He has a little penny as a briefcase. <laughs> He's got a classic penny for a briefcase. <laughs> it's normal. That's pretty normal. Because uh, a penny has a handle. Yeah. <laughs> Poker cult leader bans Eric Fong, an avid listener. And then also, I don't know, this Eric Fong person is like really wormed his way into a lot of people's lives because Elizabeth in Toronto says, I had to fill out my U.S. passport number to make a donation from Canada, but it was worth it to unban Elena B., who was so cruelly stabbed in the back by her former friend, Eric Fong. Please reinstate her listening privileges to get her through November 3rd and beyond. The Eric Fong and his coven or whatever he has going on, they're, they're... they're constantly on my mind. I wish I wish that dramatic group all the best. And I have half a mind to ban them all just for the sake of fairness. And, get, and we get some peace. This next one is from an actual politician. I think this is the first politician who's written in. Chad McAvoy. My name is Chad McAvoy. I'm the Democratic candidate for New York State Assembly in the 101st District. Please ban the people who gerrymandered this district so bad that it looks like this. He sent a, a, he sent a link. I will say... When I clicked on this link, this is a this district has been gerrymandered so much it looks like a tapeworm fell out of somebody's butthole. It's just like one of those yeah. districts that's like, ugh. Well, anyway, we say good luck to Chad. Brian Stoner says, I'm banning every single person who ever interviewed me for a job and didn't make me a job offer. It wasn't for them. I would have more money for banning. But then he, I mean, this is a pretty substantial ban that Brian Stoner dropped on us. Where do these people get this money? I don't know, man. It's impressive. True crime podcasts. It's all its all tied up in true crime podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of true crime, we got these bans coming and these murders coming every which way. Was that a good segue? Yep. Okay, thanks. 
Chris F says, I want to make two ban requests. If you're able to ban God, you guys will remember that we did ban God and then Satchel unbanned God. It was getting high, highly ecclesiastical there for a couple minutes on election mm-hmm. profit makers ban wars. If you're able to ban God, then surely you can ban a force of nature. So ban these fucking wildfires. And then he went to donate it to a wildfire fund. For my second ban, I want to ban Dr. Graves from listening to election profit maker because he still hasn't come up to visit me. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, I'll read it because he made a donate. Whatever. Dr. Graves, you're the only one I trust to babysit me through my first heroic dose of magic mushrooms. This guy's trying to be Bill Hicks. Mm-hmm. I'll make a third donation to unban you once you've guided me through a mind-melting spiritual journey. Did you guys know that psilocybin is on the ballot in Oregon? It should be a predicted market. Okay, drug people. We all love drugs and we all love to be high on drugs all the time and take magic mushrooms and smoke cocaine and take LSD in our toes and all. And everybody loves drugs and drugs are wonderful. Keep this drug talk off the ban wars about how you're going to ban somebody because he can't help you do magic mushrooms. You're doing magic mushrooms right now. You're fucking insane. That's all I'm going to say about that. Mark writes in, he's working at the polls. He says, I'm working these polls and I want to ban Ted Cruz. If he's already been banned, ban him in perpetuity, please. I assume he's talking about the famous bearded senator from Texas, Ted Cruz, who's like one of the hippest dudes and who everybody loves. I hate to ban him because he's so popular and such an influencer that he's probably getting Mm -hmm. a lot of cool young people to listen to our podcast. But the rules are the rules. Mark is volunteering at the polls. And so we have to ban Ted Cruz. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. And then we have another Hoekstra. This Hoekstra family is all over us. Eileen Hoekstra. I want to ban Mike Pence. But thought that would be too uninspired. So I'm pledging to write another 100 postcards to buy time to reevaluate my ban. Or if Starly wants my ban, she can have it. <gasps> Starly. You just got a free ban if you want to use it. Yeah. I feel like I. You want to think about it? Well, I agree that Mike Pence was too uninspired. You don't want to waste a ban on Mike Pence. This is what I will say I will give Eileen one more chance to. Think of a ban for herself since she earned it, 100 postcards, and she still doesn't want it. I will gladly take her ban. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's fair. Tara in Canada. Hello from Canada, she writes. Please accept this offering of American dollars with my care and concern for you and your fellow citizens with a personal request. So her husband, Andrew, this Canadian woman is married to a man named Andrew whose birthday is on October 13th. But she doesn't have the heart to ban him because he's a birthday boy. Mm. So she writes, please Mm. use this contribution for the protection of John Kimball from himself. Huh. Tara. John, what do you think that means? Is that because you get everything so wrong all the time? (laughs) Does she think you're going to ban yourself? Protection from myself. I'm not a danger to myself. Is it decentrist? Oh, because he's a neolib. Oh, Mm -hmm. yes. Maybe it's to protect you from your neolib impulses where you see a problem and you're like, let's involve the private sector and uh, we can monetize this problem and get some business innovation to help make sure everybody has clean water at an affordable price they can barely afford. Yeah, that's me. We will offer every American home the opportunity to take out a low interest loan that guarantees access to clean water. This will be pegged to their student yeah. loan debt with a free $5,000 credit. That's you. That was you, John Kimball. That definitely was me. <laughs> I w- And I also came up with the ownership society. That was me too. Thank you, Tara. I don't know what it means, but I appreciate it. Kevin Watanabe-Smith says, I sadly have no friends or family that I have been able to coerce into listening to election profit makers after losing my shirt during election profit makers 2016 season. So in a desperate attempt to reach out and find a connection with another lonely EPM listener, I would like to use my ban as a misconnection personal ad. You, 
a listener to election profit makers. Chuckling along the helicopter Tony jokes, wishing Starley would host the episode again, and consider EPM not your number one news source, but definitely in the top five. Me, a listener to EPM. Generically attractive, staying up late to listen to this episode. If this ad interests you, then I want you to know that you are banned. Also, love is out there, but only if we beat Trump. This guy's a stone-cold genius. Why did nobody else think of doing a missed connection personals ad of bands? This is one of our top bands of all time. For sure. And also, I like the spell cast with, we will only find love if Donald Trump loses. Because that's how high the stakes are. These are misconnection level stakes. God, remember reading misconnections all day on Craigslist to procrastinate? Oh, I used to do that so much. Did you ever find one that was addressed to you? No, but my friend did. Really? Really? Yeah. I think John Kay did it. He had an amazing interaction with a woman on a subway. And I think he went on Craigslist, and sure enough, she misconnected him, and I think they went out on a date. And and, and are together forever? Married 40-some years <laughs> as of this ban. <laughs> I think someone once gave me a ban. I'm just going to ban John Kay just right now. Do you want Eileen's ban that yeah, she yeah, gave me? Yeah, yeah, give me that ban. Okay, I'm transferring give it me that to ban. you. Pass it over. Boop. Ban received. Initiate remote protocol ban. John Kay, you're banned. Sorry, buddy. Sarah Corley writes in to say, I'm reaching out in response to David's desperate cries for band protection for him and Long John Silver during the last EPM episode. I would like to offer protection for both David and John. Thank you. But John is now a valued LinkedIn connection. You dork. (laughs) And I have to look out for my networking crew in these uncertain times. Also, John accepted my LinkedIn connection request <laughs> less than 20 minutes after I sent it in. Double dork. <laughs> no, I'll accept it within a second. Anything to get it out of my notifications. So, if that LinkedIn comes in, I'll, I'll accept it quick. So out of respect for my new LinkedIn connection and expanded business network, my protection powers have to go to John. Oh, my God. John, you're <laughs> Thank shameless. You, and I look forward shameless. to doing business with you. And if you need any recommendations, I can hook you up. She says, I'm working as an election judge in my hometown of Chicago. I've written over 100 get out the vote postcards to voters in Michigan and Wisconsin through the Sunrise Movement. If the combined value of being a poll worker and writing get out the vote postcards gets me two bans, I'll extend the second ban protection to David Reese, Hail Satan. You know what? I don't want it. I don't want it, Sarah. I don't want your ban protection. I reject it. This LinkedIn Stuff just doesn't sit right with me. John Kimball responding to every LinkedIn request he gets in two minutes because he knows he's going to get more protection in these ban wars. I don't hide behind LinkedIn, John. I stand out here on the corner naked and unafraid, ready for any ban that comes along the slings and arrows of misfortune. I don't need, I don't need LinkedIn to keep me safe. All right. I have Trader Joe's snacks to keep me safe. Oh, my God. I, I, I wish everyone would just bury John in LinkedIn requests. Let let, let him uh, have too much of a... There have been so many. Yeah. <laughs> I've had more in the last few weeks than I have in 10 years, probably. Your career's taken off, buddy. Your career's <laughs> taken off. Yeah, it is. Darren S. says, I was recently banned from my longtime friend Rich Sexton for cursing too much. I remember that band. That was a good band. This is a load of horse shit, he says. I'm donating to the ACLU so that my daughter Fern can live in a world without fear of swearing. This is a ban on behalf of her. Rich, you're banned. So there you go. They're both banned. Bye-bye to both of you. Catalina, an American living in the UK, has banned Fergus S.G., who's British but did a master's in U.S. history in London, now has the audacity to apply for a Ph.D. in the subject. 
She says she wants to keep him ignorant of American history and politics, so ban him. Oh my God, his ignorance will be profound now that he can no longer experience America's political culture through the lens of the all-seeing and all-knowing eye of election profit makers. Eric Winter signed up to be a poll worker and bans his brother Tyler. Quote, he is weak and ineffectual. <laughs> That's like the most brutal ban we've ever had. Oh, Tyler. Woo, go nurse your wounds, buddy. I don't know if you can recover from that. Ooh. Martha B. Signed up to be a poll worker in Mecklenburg County. That's in North Carolina. She wants to ban people who say blue states should secede from the red states. I grew up in South Carolina and now live in North Carolina, and there are lots of Democrats fighting tooth and nail in red states. To say that blue states should leave is elitist and rude, and I will add uh, racist, and it drives me bonkers. Does the work by tireless activists mean nothing just because they haven't totally dismantled racist and sexist systems in their states? Of course not. I am so grateful for this podcast, and I love you all, especially Starly. Wow. Thank you, Martha. Thank you, Martha. Represent Mecklenburg County. Yeah, definitely ban all this. That is there's nothing more annoying than hearing all that. The red states deserve what they're getting as if there aren't, you know, millions of Democrats in red states. I don't like the blue states anymore either. So is that fair? Yeah, there's millions of Republicans in California. I know. Starly loves those Orange County. Hunting the beach. Lush. Starly's like <laughs> hunting the beach for life. I want to visit. John, I think, is all Hermosa Beach because I think Hermosa Beach is where Black Flag is from. And John, who is Henry Rollins, was the lead singer in Black Flag mm. for their best mm-hmm. album, Damaged. But he's not. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Henry Rollins. This is a little sidebar. I think Henry Rollins, he's definitely not the best singer in Black Flag, but he was the singer on Black Flag's best album. Think on that, everybody. Those of you who are not banned. Why is he the best singer just on that album? No, he just sang on he the album that he recorded as lead singer is Black Flag's best album. But he is not oh. Black Flag's best singer. Is this like that mm-hmm. riddle where the doctor's like, I can't operate on this boy. He's my son. And you're like, how is that possible? And they're like, because the surgeon was a woman. <laughs> Happy Halloween. <laughs> I think it's like that. Really, really ages well. It's really yeah. ages well, yeah. that riddle. It was a mind blower back then. It didn't take much to blow people's <laughs> mind. <laughs> they sit around the campfire and be like, there's food in this prairie, but yet all I hold is this tin can because the can has beans in it. It didn't take much to have a world-class riddle back in the old days. Mm-hmm. This next one, this is actually just, oh, Maureen McMurray writes in and she says, I'd like to ban my friend Seth. Seth introduced me to your wonderful podcast a few months ago. For that, I'm grateful. He is a loyal fan, a financial supporter of your work. He has purchased both the EPM Class of 2020 and the EPM American Cucumbers Are Bountiful t-shirts, and he encouraged me to secure an EPM tote. Additionally, he is a Patreon member, and this is why I want him banned. Because what this dude Seth is doing, I didn't even know this was possible. All these hours I sit and worry and fret about our Patreon and how we can make money I didn't even know this was possible. This guy, Seth, is forwarding our Patreon episodes to people who aren't our Patreons. I didn't know that. That's such a huge loophole. Unbelievable. How does that work? He must have like a Wi-Fi connection for starters, which 
is crazy. And a computer. Yeah. And a fucking cold, dead heart. <laughs> Maureen says, let his banishment be a lesson to other Patreon members who have casually shared bonus content with their non-Patreon mm-hmm. friends. Absolutely, Maureen. I can't believe... Yeah. First of all, thank you for bringing this to our attention. Yeah, that's that. Second of all, I might fuck around and delete Seth's Patreon account. I didn't even... <laughs> this is insane. A lesson and a warning. This bootlegging motherfucker free... F- I mean, he's not a freeloader, but he's encouraging his friends to freeload. Come on now. We need mm-hmm. we need this money. We don't do this for fun. We actually need money. Like, we're not rich. <laughs> Seth. God damn, Seth. You're banned. Yeah. You need to sign. You know what, Seth? Sign everyone you've ever sent a free fucking Patreon episode to. The movie mustache episode. <laughs> the fucking tape, <laughs> tape recorder episode that nobody could get through without falling asleep except for me. I listened to it 50 times, yeah. blasting it the hell out of it. S- send my domain name one where I descri- <laughs> describe the domain name John's industry. interview about how he, if he was a cult leader, how he would monetize URLs for the sake of his cult. Everyone you ever forwarded one of these yeah. masterpieces to, you need to sign them up for a Patreon episode. God damn, Seth. If he does that, we're going to have millions of dollars. Uh, uh, who knows? In. I mean, who knows how far the corruption goes? Yeah. Brooke S. Oh, this one is great. Brooke, thank you so much. Brooke writes, I'm banned by the dastardly Drew S., but I heard through the grapevine that God had been banned. And I fondly remember how John says, Hail Satan. So I donated $666.69 to protect John from bans. Nice. But then the accursed centrist behind Act Blue asked me nicely for a tip and they ruined my satanic donation. So Brooke actually wound up donating $733.35. Wow, that's... That's a fat donation. This is an amazing donation. Yeah. Wow. Thank you, Brooke. I I appreciate that very much. You got to drop a Hail Satan for Brooke. That's an amazing ban. Yes. Hail Satan. Golly. <laughs> Act Blue. Just Can I just say something about Act Blue? Yeah. Spitfire, Henry Rollins. Go ahead. $600 million has been raised on Act Blue within the last 20 days. Since RBG died. Wow. That is, I did the math. It's $350 a second. God, I love that. I'm just looking at the 666.69. That's one of the sickest band. When this is all over and done, we're going to have the band amount hall of fame. That's number one for me. One person donated $6.66. One person famously, William L., the legend, banned God with $666. Satchel gave $777. We have some other heavy-duty bands that we'll get to in a minute, but that's (laughs) $666.69. It has it all. That's almost tattoo-worthy. What a number. I mean, what an (laughs) amount of money. That is such a heavy amount of money. Oh, I'll read this one because it's about me. Wonderful. Finally. God damn. Carolyn Kelson, please ban my son Lev, who gleefully binged all episodes of Dicktown because he loved David's character. That was my character of David Purefoy. But he won't listen to your podcast because he, quote, won't take podcast recommendations from his mom. In addition to my ongoing monthly donations to Fair Fight, I volunteered to phone and text bank. I would say to this son, Lev, thank you for watching our show Dicktown, which is available at bit.ly slash Dicktown. And thank you for enjoying my character that I played. And I I can't blame you for not taking podcast recommendations from your mom. I think that's a legitimate position for a son to hold. And also your band. Goodbye. This is David Purefoy saying, your band, son. Bye-bye. David Strauss writes in, oh, I want to ban Ted Nugent because fuck that guy. Okay, that's legit. Ted Nugent, your band. 
I donated to Voto Latino to get out the Hispanic vote in Florida and Texas. Also, oh, here we go. Oh, right. This is why I wanted to read this one. I also wanted to share some left-wing extreme metal. Here we go. Anst, anarchist black metal, and ripped to shreds. Is some great death metal from the Bay Area. Also, Heaven Shall Burn and the Black Dahlia Murder. Hail Satan. I'm always up for these uh, political heavy metal recommendations. So thank you, David. I appreciate that. James S., please ban my heterosexual life partner, Jacob Huntley, from listening to your podcast and make him shut up about it forever while you're at it. Zing and zung. <laughs> Jacob, bye-bye. The ban follows you home where you sit in silence because you're not allowed to listen to the best podcast. Laura writes, I'm too hungover from the debate to write a witty message, but please make sure you ban our three guinea pigs, Anki, Ari, and Oreo. Aww. From listening to the podcast, I'm worried that listening to election profit makers will ruin their innocence. All they care about so far is sustenance, naps, and fornication, and I'd like to keep it that way. Oh, Laura, I have to tell you, I will ban these good-for-nothing guinea pigs because you, you did make your donation. But you, I mean, now you're reminding me of my guinea pig that I had, my first ever pet. I had a guinea pig named GP. I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the podcast before. GPs, it yeah. stood for guinea pig. John, do you remember GP? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, what a cute little fella. GP was cute. Oh my God. And he was black, but he had a white streak. He had like a, a single white streak of hair that hung over his eyes. Like he was in the misfits or something. And he would just, he, he would get up in some iceberg lettuce like nobody's business. Oh, GP. So we ban these, we ban these guinea pigs. But Laura, please tell your guinea pigs I said hello. There's nothing that says war is hell like banning three guinea pigs. Ellie Edmond writes in, "Ask and you shall receive." I hereby ban the Reverend Steve LMHC. This is somebody who was out there literally on Twitter asking for a ban. So Ellie's writing in and banning this person. And if by chance he's already been banned, then you can also please ban Vin Diesel so they can live in Banville together forever. Now. Uh, I can't ban Vin Diesel because Vin Diesel is actually a close friend of mine. And he called me last night and he was like, really, sometimes after the episodes, he calls me and he's like, oh, that thing that John said was so funny. Or he's like, oh, do you think Starley's take on the VP market is right? I have some, I'm shooting Fast and Furious 9, but I have some downtime. I'm unpredicted. What do you think I should do? And last night, Vin called me. He was like, bro, 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 these ban wars, it's getting me too stressed. Please, can you just... I don't have any money. I actually don't make a lot of money on these movies, he said, so I can't mm -hmm. afford to make a donation. But if there's any way that you could protect me from being banned, I would really appreciate it. So I can't ban my man, Vin. Ellie already got one ban. Yeah, that's true. She already got a ban. Abby Shanker writes, please ban my roommate's brother. Every time I send my roommate information about why our president sucks, he starts to question all the far right wing info he's been given. Then his brother sends him new conspiracy theories and tweets and undoes all that progress. Also, fuck Brett Kavanaugh. I know I don't get two bands, but still, fuck him. I like that last part. Abby, your roommate's brother is banned. Boom. John, do this next one. Starly Kind Defense Front? Yeah, this spooked me out because I thought this was a real organization for a second. This is the first organization. Yeah, from the press office of the Starly Kind Defense Front. Mm -hmm. The SKDFPO. I think you can find them at skdfpo.org. <laughs> uh, it's dated September 30th, 2020 for release only upon an attempt to ban Starly Kine. To those who would ban Starly Kine, we say this, go ban in hell. We, the Starly Kine Defense Front, have taken aggressive steps to weave a complex and intricate network of pre, anti, and counter bans. In your attempt to ban, you, 
quote, the banner, do so become the band. Our clandestine network has secured funds, both real and imaginary, which know no bounds. While others pursue selfish trivialities, we fight for the only thing that matters, the right of Starly Kine to do whatever the fuck she feels like for as long as she fucking wants on a solo host final episode of the Election Profit Makers 2020 season. We are listening. And then it is signed SKDF. And they made a pretty and, uh, fat donation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they made a, a big donation. They're huge. They're a big, they're, uh-huh. they're a substantial organization. Stanley K. wrote in and made a donation to the Starley Defense Fund. And I I don't know if the Starley Defense Fund is the same thing as the Starley Kind Defense Front. Like one is mm. a front and one is a fund. This sort of feels like a... AstroTurf campaign. Is that- <laughs> Starly, are we sure that you're not behind this? This you're- is all Starly sending out her little press releases. You think I have money to be donating towards bands? The most important thing is I can do whatever I want. I don't I don't need to be the host. I mean, I don't think it's a terrible idea, but I don't need to be. Well, you're going to be. George Washington Hurts Third. We've heard from this guy. The one name I will remember at the end of these band wars. He wrote again. He said, I banned my friend Owen Berliner last week and he called me after the show to tell me our friendship is over. That makes sense. I get it. I accept it. But I'm afraid he's going to try to ban me now in retaliation. So I've made another donation to the ACLU to protect me in the event he tries to ban me. And also, unbeknownst to the two of us, another friend, Ricky Gunnell, listens to Election Profit Makers, learned of Owen's ban and told him about it before he could hear it himself live. So I've made a second donation to ACLU to ban Ricky. This French, oh, this is what I like. A Mexican standoff of bands. Thanks, fellas. Keep banning each other and keep raising money for these good organizations. And I don't care if you all wind up like in Reservoir Dogs when they're all shooting each other and bleeding out and and you don't know who to believe. And they all have these nice skinny black ties and these nice white shirts and they're all covered in blood and guts. That's what I want from everybody right now. Except without guns. Speaking of which, Richard Sexton says, I hereby make this donation to protect myself from my two friends, Darren and Duncan, who I suspect are plotting against me. If they want to ban me, they ought to see this donation and raise me. That's fair, right? So guys, that's $50. If you're trying to ban Richard, you have to beat $50 because right now $50 is the amount to beat. This ban is from Nate DeMeo, podcast host. Nate writes, I was listening last night and one of your banners was talking about the Gowanus hipster who might have been David. And I found myself checking myself against it. It's kind of a knee-jerk thing. I feel like I've spent most of my adulthood trying to make sure I wasn't being too cool for school, wasn't finding some sort of self-protection in hipsterdom or aesthetics. In the simplest, dumbest way, that has meant making sure I actually did like this heat or whatever weirdo record I was buying, or making sure not to push away a Mariah Carey song when it was undeniable just because Mariah Carey was Mariah Carey. More important is that I decided years ago that I didn't want to be that banner, as he represented himself pre-2016. I didn't want to be the guy who talked politics. I wanted to put in the work. And I have and do feel good about it. But here I was listening to Election Profit Makers, the podcast I enjoy the most, hands down. Thank you, Nate. I love hearing that. While totally feeling too cool for school. Feeling on some absurd level that I, a certified podcast professional, was somehow above the ban wars. And I was ashamed. Every December, I donate to the ACLU Legal Defense Fund and tick the box that says voter protection. This year, I'm doing it right now and joining the fray. So this is a jumbo reverse ban to protect one of the election profit maker gang. Could be John, my imaginary podcast buddy. Could be Starly, my actual real life friend. But it's not. Going deep with David Reese taught my daughter how to tie her shoes and how to take a punch. Vital skills both. 
Unless John and Sally can provide equal or greater material impact on my life or on the life of my family, David, you are hereby super protected or whatever from any and all ban attempts. And he gave a $1,000 donation. A four-figgy banner. To protect you, David. Thank you, Nate. Wow. He also sent us a photo of an abandoned refrigerator that had 666 spray painted on it. Yeah. So I like the cut of this fellow's jib. Thank you, Nate, yes. for the protection. But I want to say, so I know Nate. Nate's my friend. If Eileen is still listening and you're writing those postcards and you earn yourself another ban, I'll take that ban now because Nate didn't choose me. Oh. And I want to say to Nate's daughter, thanks for watching my TV show. I hope you enjoyed it. Tim Waterhouse says, I live in Maryland. My brother Scott lives in Australia. I'd like him banned, please. I think he introduced me to EPM. But see, again, again, somebody bans the person who introduced. Oh, I think he introduced me to EPM back in 2016. Since I'm now eligible to vote in this election as a newly naturalized U.S. citizen. Congratulations, Tim. It doesn't seem right for a foreigner like Scott to have access to the hot EPM intel. Ban him. Done and done. Scott, you can't listen anymore. Down under. I didn't even know you could get EPM in Australia. The way time works in Australia, Scott's probably already heard this. Yeah, that's probably... It does, yeah. Matthew Franco says, no bans necessary. This donation is made in honor of Dingo D. Dogglesworth. For those who know, you know. That means a lot. Thank you, Matthew. Mike Castleman says, ban Elon Musk. I hate to do it because Elon is an entrepreneur and a cool guy who can smoke marijuana with Joe Rogan, which is my all-time fantasy. Also, his self-driving cars are definitely working just like he said they were, but uh, I guess we have to ban him. So, Elon, I'll see you on Mars, but not on this podcast. You're banned, you dumb fuck. Sam Rowe says ban. Sam Rowe bans Calvin Coolidge. Come on, man. He says Coolidge is a great underrated president, and I wish more people could know about him. However, he will never know what a great underrated podcast election profit makers is. President Coolidge, you're banned. Wow. Never thought that would happen. But, you know, Sam made the donation. Jay Lewis writes, please accept my contribution to Brennan Center for Justice as motivation to ban Dr. Kelly Jordan from your podcast. He was my PhD advisor and is an avid listener of your podcast. Uh, no nerds allowed. Uh, PhD people go away. You can't listen anymore, Professor. Dr. Kelly Jordan, you're banned. This next one comes from Allison. Allison wants Noah S. in a brief timeout for what he put Josh H. through with the banning and unbanning. Also wants to ban whoever stepped on a horny toad on Wilson Mountain in Arizona. Uh, Noah S., you're in a brief timeout. (laughs) And that person that stepped on that horny toad is banned. (laughs) <laughs> Our listeners send us some interesting emails about who they want banned and why. This was not the extent of Allison's email about this horny toad. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> ban Tibbet, right? Please institute a reverse ban on my friend nemesis, Drew. Do not confuse this for an unbanning. This is a reverse ban, which is exactly like a ban, but in reverse. He knows what this means. Drew, you're reverse banned. This guy, Tom Kinley, wrote in he wanted to ban Nicholas Rogers, the captain of the Hudson River Sloop Clearwater, so that he can't listen to election profit makers while he's riding the waves of the Hudson River. And I reject this ban. This is a very rare ban rejection, and I do have the authority to reject bans. Okay, the rules of the ban wars are such that they are whatever I think they are at any given moment, and there's no argument because I made up the ban wars. I'm Mars, the god of war. So what I say goes. As a former resident of the Hudson Valley who would see Pete Seeger at the grocery store and at the post office and knows all about the Clearwater Sloop. It's a big boat with a bunch of sails on it. And you can take it up and down the Hudson River and learn about ecology. Anyway, this dude's a captain on the Clearwater. 
This punk, Tom Kinling, I don't know who he is. He's trying to ban a captain of a boat from <laughs> listening to election profit makers. <laughs> a boat that Pete Seeger probably fucking built by hand knowing Pete Seeger. No, ban is rejected. <laughs> you need to apply to your voting rights organization and ask for your money back. You're, no, Tom Kinley. You know what, Tom Kinley, you're banned. Oh, Nicholas Rogers, if you're listening, you keep you keep keep riding that ship around. That ship looks good. I always like to see that ship when I lived around there. But this punk Tom Kinley, he can go float on a log in the Hudson River, the river that flows two ways. <laughs> and I know, I know, Beckett's dad is thinking about when I used to think that when they said the Hudson River flowed both ways, I thought it had a right. I thought the right side. Flo- I thought it was like a road that was split down the middle. And one half flowed upstream and one half flowed downstream. What? Beckett's dad used to give me shit about that. All right. We need to talk about that off the air because I want to hear that. We've entered a new dangerous phase of the ban wars where banners can get banned if Kid Midas doesn't approve of the ban. Oh, absolutely that can happen. Absolutely. that It has to be fraught. Yeah. Or it's not a war. Tread lightly. Adam D. and Saul K. write, we hereby ban our friend David G., who has only listened to a single episode. Very fair. One and done. Friend David G., you are banned. Mauricio C. writes, I'm a fairly new listener to the show. I would like to ban my good friend Tyler Wood from listening because he refuses to watch Michael Mann's Miami Vice. One of the weirdest (laughs) movies ever made. You should watch it now that you're banned. You have more time to watch it. Tyler Wood, you're banned. Noah Elbert bans Sam Tang. She moved from electorally safe Brooklyn to Swing State, Michigan this year. However, she's spending too much time listening to the pod instead of registering all her bougie new business class friends to vote. Right, Snowah? He also uses his teacher's bonus band to protect Starly because he loves a belt buckle episode of Mystery Show. Oh, my Thank God. You, Starly, is, Starly is too <laughs> protected now. If, you're too, if, you're, if you get overprotected, then you don't develop and grow. Hmm. I feel plenty unprotected as we have 27 days leading into this Supreme Court nomination. I know. I guess that's true. Take the protection you can get. If you guys like John le Carre novels, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, The Spy Who Came In From The Cold, all that stuff. This, <laughs> this, listen to this dispatch from listener Aaron M. During last week's episode, you announced that Jason S. banned my boyfriend and his friend John H., along with their friends Ted L., Patreon member, and Matt B., These four have been devoted listeners and wave writers for four years now. They even have a group chat to discuss predicted strategies. The chat is called Riding the Wave. While jokes and donations were made with the idea of banning Jason S., the actual banning was never acted upon, as we didn't want to deprive him of listening. So you could imagine our surprise when listening last week and hearing that Jason S. went on a banning rampage and banned all three of his friends. After doing so, Jason S. thought he was safe— but he didn't realize that he made one seemingly small but actually fatal listening mistake. He did not ban me. John got me into EPM earlier this year, and we always look forward to listening to the latest episode together. But now, given that John is banned, that is no longer possible. So this leaves us with two options. Either John will have to wear earplugs and remain on the opposite side of our small apartment while I listen by myself, or we can retaliate. And as you can guess, we chose the second option. With my donation, John's donation, and his teacher discount, goddamn, I would like to first unban John. John Kimball, this is your, like, genie, do I get another wish? I want 100 wishes. Listen, the gamemanship here is sick. We have also banded together with Ted L. and Matt B. and attached their contributions in an effort to unban them as well. But lastly, together, we would like to ban Jason S., 
his two adorable little boys, his dog Rhoda, and any other household item that might act as a listening loophole for the clever Jason S. to overhear, quote unquote, EPM. I know that all of this is quite a tall order, and inevitably it's up to the three of you to decide. I would ask that Starly, my favorite host, sorry John and David, and the voice of reason and justice makes the final decision as to the listening fates of these people. And in a final effort to secure the banning of Jason S., we have recruited one additional donation from none other than Jason's wife, Leslie S. <laughs> Sorry, Jason, but you brought this upon yourself. Justice needs to be served. This is an $800 plus bundle of bands. These wonderful Americans. Wow. Oh, my God. The way she, the, oh, the way Aaron M. played this is just she should be running a campaign. It's like playing croquet, John. Remember we used to play croquet and it's like you get a free swing when you hit the other person's ball. So then you take that swing to set up the ball beyond the wicket so that when you go through the wicket, you get another, I mean, just like all that. And it just keeps oh adding Oh my up. God, yeah. beautifully oh. played. I mean, this is one of the classic, this is, someone is going to option this band. I swear to God, <laughs> Hollywood is going to come calling Aaron M. They're going to be like, this is a six episode Netflix straight to series. This band war. Yeah. Oh my God. Well played. Beautifully played. Jason S., you got your ass handed to you, son. Everyone in your whole goddamn <laughs> life is listening to election profit makers. Your fucking dog Rhoda can't even listen anymore. I hope you're proud of yourself. You got played. Wow. I, I sanction all of this. Yeah, absolutely. And now this is the grand finale, the final band of our bands only episode. This is, ooh, what a band. This is from Maya S., my new favorite listener. Maya writes, I was just listening to your latest episode and I heard David's cry for help. So, God, the understatement here is breathtaking. (laughs) So here's a receipt for $3,000 to end the band wars or to use as you see fit. It's a blank check band. As a sign of appreciation for the show, I trust you all make good use of it. Woo, Maya stepped up with three grand because I was complaining about how I wanted to get to $15,000 and she just dropped just, oh, what a, what a, what an amazing amount. Thank you so much, Maya. Now the problem with this donation is, see, this donation actually now puts us in the neighborhood of $18,000 raised through the band wars. And of course, once you're at $18,000, how are you not going to end it with an even $20,000? We need $2,000 more so that we can go out on top with a $20,000 total for these band wars. So Maya, thank you. And now everybody else, just help us bring it home. We only need $2,000 more, please. What do we use her blank check ban for? Oh my God, for me to ban? I mean, this is first of all, this is mine because she heard my cry for help. And so this is mine. So don't you worry about what I use it for. Starly, <laughs> with all your protection and your organizations. Oh, I'm from the Starly Kind Defense Fund. I'm from the Starly Defense Front. Yeah, I'll, I'll see you. Just, just, we'll just see how this rest of these band wars play out. That's all I'm going to say about that. Wowie McGowie. Now, rest assured, there are still more bands. <laughs> Believe it or not, this is not all the bands. They're still in my inbox, but we just wanted to do one standalone episode so that it doesn't completely gum up our regular weekly episodes, because between now and the election, I have a feeling there'll be things to talk about. It, it was it was getting to the point where there weren't enough days before the election right. to cover uh, the we bands. We were going to have to ask them to postpone the election <laughs> so we could read all these bands, so we just wanted to do a standalone episode. So thank you guys so much for all the money you're raising, and all the postcards you're writing, and the letters you're writing, and the phone banking, and the texting, and we're sorry for the people who got pepper sprayed. We don't recommend 
that is a way to contribute. But if you're doing it, you obviously do earn a band. Thanks for what everybody is doing to bring this home uh, in 2020. It's been our privilege to prevent you from listening to our podcast. And so for the two or three people who are left listening at the end of this carnage, we just hope you enjoy these last few episodes. I'm uh, Kid Midas, the original Banhammer, and I've been joined by my friends uh, Starly Quinn. Goodbye, Starly. Bye. And Long John Banner. Goodbye, John. Goodbye. We'll see you guys soon. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts. And I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and his name that sat on him was Death, and Hell followed with him.